0: Welcome to another episode of Mindset Lifestyle. I'm Danny. And
1: I'm Sarah.
0: And today we have a very special guest with us in Randall Waller, one of Australia's most successful musicians. Randall is a guitarist, a vocalist, a songwriter, as well as a music engineer and producer. He's toured the world with international artists such as Shania Twain, Keith Urban and She Daisy. He's also played with Australian rock legends such as Billy Thorpe, John English and Rose Tadu. He's currently working on some new material, which hopefully will be available soon. Not only is a great musician, his success is a massive credit to the type of person that he is. Today, we aim to find out about his motivation, his self-belief and mindset that makes up the Randall we know today. Randall, welcome to Mindset Lifestyle and congratulations on a great career. Oh, thanks, mate.
2: You forgot to mention my, my amazing modesty. Oh, that's fine. I think it's modest as well. That's <laughs> And, and on all the, I've
1: won several wars, and I've yeah. taught. I can teach virtually any pet to talk. <laughs> we wow, that that in, don't wait, worry. Wait <laughs> to meet my pet slug? <laughs> <laughs> that's the next podcast. Yeah, that is an extensive
0: subject. We don't get that. Yeah. And, uh, look, all right. Can you just to get us started? Can you tell us a bit how you got started in <laughs> the music industry? Oh, gee, I grew up in church and and my folks were sort of deeply involved in church music and uh, my dad played saxophone and
3: flute Mm -hmm. and mum played piano and sang songs and wrote songs and uh, they sang together and uh, uh, so music was always around the house. Uh, All my brothers and I, two brothers, two sisters, and uh, we've
2: all sort of played and Um, I, you know, my first, my own band, Avion, was, uh, with my two brothers who played bass and drums and, uh, my sisters both very musical and both sing beautifully. Uh, we lost one a few years ago, bless her heart, but, um, yeah, but, uh, so, you know, um, Music's always been around the family. We've always, I've always had a love of music, and uh, once I started playing guitar, Mum insisted I learned piano. Bless her heart, and uh, <laughs> she wanted to have one of us five play piano, and. I, I mean, I suppose I came the closest. I, I made it up to doing year, uh, fifth grade, but yeah, as soon as I picked up guitar, that was it was all over for me. And uh, started listening to Credence Clearwater Revival and Ricky Blackmore and, and stuff, and so uh, it was
0: all downhill from there. As far as my mum's concerned, you know. <laughs> and did you ever think that one day you'd be playing the world? The world stage? No,
2: I did not. Mate. But I remember really clearly. Uh, seeing Deep Purple play at uh, at the Horton Pavilion and that cemented in my mind that one day I wanted to play at the Horton Pavilion. So have you done um, that? Uh, yeah, quite a few times. <laughs> well done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So when was when did you know you'd made it? Like when was? Um... Oh, I made it? Yeah, jeepers, I don't think I've made it. So, now. Still, still not. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, still not. <laughs> I have played the Super Bowl, but yeah. um, but still, it was with someone else's stuff. I was just I was an employee and side man, and you know, part of a band that was together for a long time. But but you know, nonetheless, we were employees. I wasn't playing
1: my music and my songs, and, yeah. and you know, that's that's really that would be. The heart of success to me is to um, have my own music uh, be on
2: the road, successful yeah. in some form or other. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but uh, you no, know, playing it, playing at that sort of thing, playing at Letterman was was always fun to do yeah. and uh, always intriguing because I'd already w- w- uh, watched it for years, and so being a part of that yeah. and quizzing the band there on how they did things, and that was, you know, uh, kind of demystifying that experience, I suppose, yeah. uh, for me, and uh, playing at Madison Square Garden or you know, things like that was always yeah. always big fun, you know? Yeah. Lots of like, playing award shows like the Grammys or whatever, walking past Madonna or, you know, being a fly on the wall to those <laughs> kinds of things. Where I remember Beyonce walked past me once, and I, I, I barely recognised her because she... To me, she looked way more
1: beautiful in person than she did on camera. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah like way
2: more. I, I never thought she was that, you know, did, did never really caught my eye. But uh, walking past her, I thought, good Lord, yeah. <laughs> who is
1: that? <laughs> so you how know? exactly did you get those gigs? Like, obviously, with Shania and uh, Keane, It was all,
2: just all Shania. Yeah, all Shania. I mean, I did a couple of things with... Um, fun things with Keith, um, Willie Nelson picnic and stuff like that down in Dallas and Houston. But, um, no, all of the really fun stuff was always, it was just always Shania. And uh, so you, you asked him how, how the Shania gig came around? Yeah. Came yeah, yeah. to pay? So I'll try to um, condense it. So they were looking for, they needed, someone like me uh uh, it just so happened i was the right fit you know Uh, i was so fortunate uh because i'm a lead guitar player and a lead singer but they were looking for someone who could do that but but you're not going to be the lead singer or the lead guitar player right (laughs) so most people that do that are already out there doing it themselves so you know they have their own band and their own career and that sort of thing now I had already done that uh, with my own band and uh you know I was sort of uh licking my wounds from a a marriage that had gone sour and and whatever and I, I wasn't really motivated at the time to um I uh, put myself out there again. You know what I mean? Uh, in terms of making myself vulnerable creatively yeah. with new music and songs and I wasn't in a
0: place where I could even write them anyway. So then if there one particular motivation then that or you know, something that motivated was there something in particular that motivated you then to
1: to, get to go to for
2: it? It? <laughs> to, with art
1: uh, now like writing that's oh, good. to do the Shania thing, yeah. My mum kicked me up
2: in the butt. She said, "You send that tape over there. You do that. That's a great opportunity. You do it." And I was, yeah, mum, yeah, yeah. You know, I've never won a chuck raffle. You know, and, <laughs> uh, and that sort of stuff has never happened to me. And and, I, and it was expensive. I had to FedEx it over there, and and I was a musician, yeah. and you know that uh, I had to watch my pennies, and and. Uh, I thought, look, I'm going to send it over there. They're just going to say, I've, you know, uh, they've given it to someone else or whatever. But Andy, my mate, who I played with in Billy Thorpe's band, um, uh, he got the gig over there. He moved over there the year before I did, and uh, and he had been doing hard yards, uh, playing in all kinds of different bands, and he just dug up that gig himself, really, um, through friends in the business and contacts, uh, but but largely he, he, you know, he did it himself, so he got the gig, and he said, to, he called me, and he said, hey, uh, uh, you know, if you're thinking of coming over here, I think I could get you an audition, because they're looking for someone like you, thought, mm-hmm. uh, so, oh, jeepers, okay, wow. uh, I mean, I'd love to go over there and meet Matt, you know, I'd love to meet Matt on to him anyway and as far as I was concerned that, that's worth the price of a ticket to, to go over there and meet Mutt Lang you know, who was Shania's husband at the time <clears throat> and uh, I presume you um, you know yeah. who Mutt Lang is? But... Oh no, but... No, not really. Well, he produced... Uh, Highway to Hell Back oh. in Black oh, wow. yeah, oh, like about to rock no, uh, yeah. Iron, <laughs> yeah. Dry Pyromania Hysteria for Death leopard yeah. Foreigner 4 The Cars Heartbeat City um, Brian Adams Everything I Do I Do It For You he wrote that with him uh, a bunch of songs for Heart he did then all of Shania's stuff he, he's produced more recently Nickelback and Maroon 5 and he's yeah. just the most successful producer of all time you know so I wonder
0: why uh, he get on the plane
2: then <laughs> 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 so you know but he produced back in black that's enough for me you yeah know, i, I just true. want to pick his brains about that so you know he's and andy said if you want to come over i'll probably get you a, an audition so i sent over a tape and and they liked it uh but you know matt said to andy well you know we'd like to uh, probably find someone local if we can so it went on this was around the january in 98 and uh uh, eventually, uh, Andy called me and said uh, – I, I figured – I said to my mum, look, they're going to – they'll find someone uh, or I'll get a phone call in April saying, quick, you've you got to yeah. get over here. You know, we haven't been able to find anyone. Uh, so uh, they could – they were finding uh, – Great guitar players who had backing vocal type vocals, and they found great singers who were kind of strum along guitar players, mm-hmm. but they weren't able to turn the rhinestone to find a lead guitar or lead singer, and they needed someone to do a lot of the uh, really tight duet harmony yep. stuff with, yep. with her. So, um, sure enough, I did hear from him in April that he said, Look, you've got to just find the, the nearest, the, the quickest the most recent thing that you have uh, of live playing and record you playing this song and singing this song and send it over it was like oh come on not again <laughs> you know so i did that and anyway i, I got a phone call from the uh, andy who told me about george who was the tour director he called me one, uh, about five days after i sent this thing off and they'd listen to it, and they called me straight away, and sure enough, George said, can you leave tomorrow? And I was playing with John English at the time, and I said, no, I can't, actually, um, because I'm playing with his band. I can't leave them high and dry. And he goes, yeah. oh, okay, um, all right. Well, we're, we've got a few other guys to uh, audition in the next kind of uh, few days, so as uh, soon as you can get over here, okay? Um, uh-huh. So I get back on the phone to Andy, and... Uh, and he's, and he, uh, I say, well, oh, George is saying he's got some other guys. He he goes, nah, no, he isn't. He's just kicking you. He's just kicking your butt. He just wants you to. He because it's his response. He wants to get you in now. Right? Yeah. So, but but it was quite funny. I said to I said to George, oh, see, it was a bit. It was all ambiguous because Mutt actually called in between George calling me. After George called me, he said, "Mutt has some musical questions for you. Can he call you on this number?" I said, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> and I was in the studio doing a bunch of guitar tracks for a guy, and and I put down the phone. I said, "Do not touch this phone." Mutt lang fucking call me. And they said, "What?" You know, he's he's a legend, you know, and um and they what oh, what I said he's going to call me so he calls like two minutes later and i'm just like i'm literally shaking on the phone talking to him and i said look let's just get this out of the way this is really embarrassing but i love everything that you've ever done ever in your life um i even like the romeo's daughter album that probably the only album you've done that ever sold less than 100,000 I know every note of it and he just laughed, he goes oh, wow, that's, that's awesome Randall, thank you so much alright, so can you sing this thing for me, and he gets me to sing over the phone, right and it was a duet part for one of those songs and uh, and then he says, and then it goes up a tone, uh, so you think it goes up to a D, would you be able to get that I said oh yeah, that will be fine, no problem Okay, can I hear that then, please? Well, you it? So I say saying, and then he says, "Okay, well, uh, I'm happy to go ahead with this then. So uh, I'll get George wow. back on the phone, and and we'll, we'll organise a ticket for you. And I'm uh, looking forward to meeting you, Randall. That'll, that'll be good." And, oh, and I yes. went, "Wow, okay, yeah, great." So I hang up the phone. Thirty seconds later, George gets back on, and he says, "Okay, so you buy the ticket, I'll buy it from you when you get here." I'll pay you back. Uh, we'll, always, we'll just come in on a tourist visa, and if you're the guy, uh, uh, then we'll, I've got a good lawyer out. here that can sort out the work visa and, and everything, and we'll do it from here, okay? And, and I'm already much already said. Well, I'm happy to go ahead with this, right? I knew that it was getting. There it was, it was only six weeks till the till the first show, right? And and so Uh-oh. I said to George, uh, "Hey George," he goes, "Yeah." I said, I'm the guy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what he did. He goes, <laughs> that's what the other 25 said. Yeah. <laughs> I was 26. I was number 26. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So they just needed someone who met like me. They had like,
3: as I said, good guitar players, all good singers. They had uh, one guy who was really good, but I think he was tall and bald and overweight, and it didn't kind of work that's so right. much, you know. <laughs> yeah, wasn't and, my <laughs> so I'm not saying anything. So,
2: anyway, you know, so that's how it happened, and yeah. maybe I was just incredibly fortunate. Well, thanks,
0: Mrs.
3: Waller. Huh? <laughs>
1: <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> so what you said that, um, that you told the guy that you were the guy, for the job, what gave you that self confidence to believe in yourself? Uh, because I
2: had sung for mutt on the over the phone, because I knew what the history of the gig was. I knew that they tried many people. Andy had told me, yeah. and I knew that the timeline. Was getting close, and they were getting nervous. The band, the rest of the band, had been in place for months, and they had been rehearsing for months, and they were getting nervous as to finding the right person. and Andy had
3: been constantly saying to Mutt, "I've got the guy. Yes. I've
2: got the yeah. guy." Yeah, and they said, "Yes, yes, I know, I know. He's he's very good. I think I think it might work. We, we're just trying to find someone, and they keep trying guys, right?"
3: Yeah. Uh, but so. But you
2: knew you were the guy. With, with all of that, I just felt like, and I and I also felt like I've got to make this sort of fun. I want them to know that you, you can't be too serious about this stuff. You know, yeah. you know. I'm talking to George Travis, who puts together tours for um, Madonna and Springsteen. He still works with Springsteen. I saw him here a couple of years ago with Springsteen. He's just a great mate of mine now. And mm-hmm. and you know, are uh, we don't. Either, neither of us take ourselves too seriously then yeah. and you just got to have fun with it and so i guess it was that andy had told them that i was easy to get along with i'm painless on the road low maintenance which is yeah. all of that stuff yeah. is important
0: you know yeah, so, 100%. yeah so. so is that the sort of thing like if someone listening to this today wants to become like a randall is what yeah. is there any sort of advice you would give to them,
2: first of all, you've got to learn to look like Brad Pitt. Good lord, uh, uh I would say uh, it's super important that you sing. A lot of guitar players or musicians in general, even my son who's like playing drums really well now. Uh, I say, mate, you're going to be singing these songs while you're playing and, and, you know, practice, like put a mic behind you, even if it's dead, it doesn't matter, but practice singing into the mic and, and, um, make it part of the routine. Always be thinking about singing while you're playing. It's just super important because that's, that means you're doubly, uh, employable, you know, so that's fundamental. Um, be interested in other people don't be talking about yourself all the time yep, yep. and um and be easy to get along with and um uh, yeah that's easier to say than do for yeah. some people that you know pain's in the ass so right i mean they just are some yep. people are hard to get along with and and so you just have to kind of roll with it and i f- i feel like I've been low maintenance and that's been part of my, uh, my
0: employment uh, CV, if you like, you know, I suppose one of the things from observing that you did take some action, you know, your mum probably did, but you you still had to get the FedEx and you still had to, you know what I mean? So is that.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. Look, I, I I play, I literally lay that at my mum, my dear mother's feet, rest her soul. She, she, harassed me to do that. Yeah. And all of my gear was in the back of the truck, John English's truck, and I had to drive to the Central Coast to dig through the damn truck to get my <laughs> gear out and and drive back to Sydney with it and uh, set it up and re- record it. And so, by the time I'd done that, I was—I'm literally talking on on this recording, this little digital recording I sent it. I said, I, "Hi guys, how are you going? Hey, Mark, hey Andy, how, how are you going? Here's I'm talking to my uh, SM57 mic. Here it is. Here's my guitar. There it is. Okay, here we go. Ready? And and it was just very casual and and tried to make it fun, you know. But, yeah, I did have to do it. I had to get off my backside and yeah, actually yeah. do it. And, and believe that I had as much chance as anyone, you yeah. know. And it turns out, look, I was there for seven years. So, uh, did you yeah, definitely, that is definitely good advice, mate. Get off your backside and do it. Yeah, do
0: it.
1: Obviously, you had um, your mum pushing you and... Oh, my, you dad, my dad was
2: like and... that too, yep.
1: Yeah, did you have people that doubted you and how did you like push those people aside?
2: Yeah, um, I've met my now wife, uh, who was in the uh, who was in the band with uh, John English's band with us, mm-hmm. and after I'd gone, uh, there was talk amongst the uh, uh the rest of the people on the road, I won't say who, uh, saying. Um. uh yeah. You know, Randall's just going over. Look, yeah. You there, know, there are, there are a dime a dozen of these guitar player singers over there. Is You watch. He'll be back with his tail between his legs, wanting yeah. his gig back. You know. You, you know, yeah. That's that's what I heard. So. Yeah. So um, how did you like yeah.
1: overcome that? Because obviously, um, a lot of the time we focus on negatives rather than like obviously like your mum and your dad supporting you.
2: Yeah. No. By the time I got one, when I got over there, it was, um it's it's hard to describe um the difference in mentality yeah. in in within that camp and and i don't know if that's what you're sort of getting at with the question but the difference in mentality from the uh, uh all pervading uh sense in australia where there's always someone ready to knock you down and yeah. say mm-hmm. you know uh oh, come on, you're dreaming, mate. You know, don't even bother. Look, look. if it, if that was going to work, then so-and-so, so-and-so would have done it or that person would do that. You know, mm. there, there are a million reasons why something won't work. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what it is. We've tried lots and lots of things, even more things more recently. And there's been naysayers all the way along. Uh, but... Do you uh, have a way to handle them? These things are always done... By people who uh, overcome, and you have to overcome the, the noises, the outside noises that are always saying no, no, mm-hmm. no, because of this, because of that, because of the other thing. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. You're too old. You're too young. You're not going to – you don't know enough. You're not good enough. You know, all of that stuff. Yeah. And, You just have to make some effort to block that out. Now, uh, having said that, once I got over there, the mindset in that camp, in that uh, bunch of musicians, for a start, in the band,
1: and amongst the crew, and particularly from Matt and Shania herself, was all just... Positive, positive,
2: positive. We love that you're here. You've come, you've saved us. We needed a person just like you. You're the right height. You're the right look. You're the right... You you sing just how we need you to. It, it It was just all great and the rest of the band who are still friends with all of them are just a great bunch of people and were always encouraging and you know that, now you do find that amongst bands and stuff in Australia but Jeepers not not universally not yeah. as universally as yeah. over there yeah. and there is something There's a, that's one of the things I love about America is just how universally positive they are and they can-do people, and, and it's, it's yeah, man, yeah, let's give that a go. Yeah, that might work. That's yeah. a great, you know,
0: let's have a go. So, if you, like, if someone's looking to get into a band, would that be something you'd recommend, like, looking at how they, like, is it a positive environment? Do they put you down? Or is that like, is it musicianship only? Or is it, like, yeah, lots artwork. of... I'm,
2: I'm in, i mean, I still bag people just
1: just for fun. We, we're mates, you know, you know, we all bag each other.
2: Yeah. Especially, especially me and my ex, Daryl Williams. I just I mean, he used to play for a family. You know, I just we bag each other so badly. You should see some of our text conversations. Just, it, he calls me an intellectual minnow. You know, it's, it's just hilarious. But it's all just in fun. Um, but I think it's in, it is important to not let that go too far and and not let cynicism take a hold of you in any way uh i've made a really specific direct active choice to uh dispense with uh, as far as i'm able dispense with cynicism and negativity in my life in whatever form that ends up taking um be it, uh, you know, I used to write songs uh, thinking, oh, jeepers, oh, well, wow. what's, what's so-and-so going to think of that? What would, what would he yeah, think of that? Yeah. And what would so-and-so think of that? But I, I don't even know what they're going to think of yeah. it, and what's more, why should I care what yeah, they think of it, right? Yeah, These are people I barely know, but... I'm concerned about what that doesn't yeah. matter just yeah. get you know just get going with it get it out get it in the out tray and get it out there and move on and do something that well okay fine maybe that isn't the best thing you can do but it doesn't matter it's like surfing you, you, you can't stand up until you actually catch the wave and you're moving yeah. get going and, yeah. and start moving and do something right? yeah. uh, and it's really easy to uh, have those negative voices in your head uh, where you're thinking this is? I uh, don't think this is. So and so would have sung this better, or, or this solo isn't up to scratch. And then, and so and I've been guilty of that, and I've been redoing and redoing and redoing. And so I've just got it. Uh, but the last
0: six months has just been out, done. Next, yeah. move on. You know? so Has COVID affected you the last six months or so, uh, in any way? Or? Well,
2: Look, I haven't been doing all that much live stuff anyway. Okay. Um, it did affect me at the start, and I was talking with another mate, a musician guy, um, about finding a lack of motivation during the start of it, okay. March, yep. April. Yep. You know, you would have thought that it was the kind of time when, right? Um, I'm going to, I'm going to take this time and and really use it positively and knuckle down and and and. Uh, hibernate away so that when it's done, you know, wow, look at this, yeah. you know. <laughs> um, but in effect, and he and I, we both agreed it, there was something debilitating about this thing, and and I don't know, depressing about it or something. And I, I found it really hard to get motivation for the first couple of months, but but after that, I just I said to myself, I just have to uh, ignore the realities of these things. I have to walk down to the studio. Uh, Now, in all honesty, uh, I had an unfair uh, kickstart with this because another mate of mine said, hey, can you help me record this song? And so I did. Yeah, and it was a really cute, really nice song. And so I produced that for him and, you know,
1: and we got it out there and, and it's only just come out in the last few days. But... What's it I'm called? Do
2: you want to give myself. it a plug? Yeah, give
1: it a plug. <laughs> Do you want to give it a plug, the song? Yeah, it's just a little song by a guy called Jimmy
2: Gannett. It's just on Facebook, and okay. I ended up doing the film clip for it too, just for fun and games. So, yeah, I'm Jimmy Gannett, it's a song called A
1: New Day. Yeah,
3: okay. a New Day. yeah excellent. Your
1: yeah, I found um, during COVID, I did find it um, quite the same as you. Like, I even struggled to like, get out of bed as sad as that yeah. to work well, from what home. that? Well, yeah. it should be a time when you... It, it, it's kind of a gift, right? Yeah. yeah. In a way. If you, if, you, if you
2: turn it around, it's kind of a gift. But, man, we both felt this... Uh, not Jimmy, but uh, it, was actually <laughs> Andrew, <laughs> it was actually Andrew Farris who I was talking to do. And we were both like... Oh, damn, I just can't stand this, you know, yeah. can't get out and have dinner with friends and, and talk and have the same
0: stimulus, I suppose, that yeah. that you normally have, but anyway, since doing Jim's song, I've just been down there non-stop and Beautiful. finishing stuff and knocking it on the head, putting in the bag, move on, it's been great, really good. Excellent, have you released that now, Can can people go and listen to that? no' not, not out yet, yet. Okay. I'm actually not sure what to do with it but I think I'll just uh, I'll just do one song at a time on Facebook to begin with on okay. social and and then uh, I will do some printed uh, some printed CDs and I've got a couple of fun ideas
2: of stuff to, to actually move some CDs and you know some little uh, for the first sort of several um, I'll uh, include some some uh, of merchandise that are specific to guitar and stuff. So
1: anyway, yeah. Well, next year's um, Super Bowl, you might be performing at it, Randall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You never know.
0: He's got to play oh, his no, own
3: song at the you look,
2: you've got to stop those negative voices, but... Uh, I would kind of be surprised. Put it that way. I'd be, de- I'd be delighted, delighted and
1: surprised. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have faith. <laughs> yeah. Good girl. Thank you. Um, so, on writing, like your songs and all that. Yep. Obviously, there's like the thing called writer's block. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you get through that? Because obviously, when you mm-hmm. hit that stage, it's hard to. Um, Come out of it. I I've, I have had that, and I've i found that uh, you know what you know what I have to do. I have to get a uh, I have to go down to the studio, pick my own backside,
2: and just sit down and start doing it. Mm. Yeah, uh, just force myself to do it, and then I listen to songs that are uh, uh, that. Are using similar uh, imagery, or that, that I that I aspire to, or similar subject matter. Basically, if it's a political song, then I'll listen to a bunch of political songs, and yeah. and I th- start to find phrases or or um, turns of phrase that that resonate with me. Or uh, more more often than not, it's uh, things that I'll uh, I'll hear a phrase where. Uh, that sounds a bit like this or the, oh, that uh, reminds me of something else and and, it's, and I turn it into my own little kind of um, trifle of my own ideas and bend it to my own purpose,
0: right? Does that make any sense? And, and so in that way I find inspiration from other songs. Oh, right. I think the common theme here, what I'm getting out of Randall, is that you just do it. Like,
2: you just you know, sit down. You just got to exactly, mate. Sit yeah. down and write the damn song, right?
0: And that's yeah. the hard part. Just and doing and but, it, but, like... yeah,
2: but you know, so often you you hear people say, you know, oh, oh you know, I was waiting for inspiration, and like, mate, if I waited for inspiration, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll be, I'll be <laughs> you know, I'll be in a rocking chair, you know, <laughs> on the front holding a shotgun with a cigar,
1: right? That's, that's, nah sound yes. like the lyrics, Randall. Yeah. Quick, right
0: yeah. <laughs> write them down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. Now, was there any? Has there been any um, piece of advice that you've been given that has stuck with you throughout your life? That has what? Stuck, with you. stuck with me. Yes.
0: Yeah. And inspires my you, I suppose. This is an old one, and I've heard it from lots of people since. But my sister said to me, and. Uh, This is my sister who who we lost
2: a few years ago. She was one of the treasures of my Mm -hmm. life. And she said, be gentle because everyone you meet is fighting their own battle. Mm. And she was like that. And she was my uh, lesson in life to to do that with because uh, she was just the most beautiful soul to everyone that she met, and yeah, uh, and she when she talked to somebody, friends have said since since she went, friends of mine have told me that you know they felt like whenever they were speaking with Nari, Nari was her name. Um, whenever they spoke with her, they felt like uh, they were the only person in the room, and yeah. she gave them one hundred percent undivided attention. Yeah, you know? and. And she, was, uh, she didn't uh, judge or criticize or anything like that. She just encouraged and smiled and, and loved. She was just the most beautiful soul. So uh, I don't live up to her standard by any means. She sets the bar <laughs> high, I tell you. Yeah. She, yeah. she really did.
3: Yeah.
1: Do you think uh, being surrounded by her and obviously her advice um, shaped you to be that guy that you said, like, they wanted someone like you that was, like, fun-loving, easy-going on tour?
2: Um, I I I'd like to think so, but but you know, there's been a couple of instances since where uh, I've been in bands and 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 you just drop like a hot potato. So you know. Uh, but then there are other reasons for that people have their own reasons for doing things and you know uh, and sometimes you, you don't know what they are you know you don't even get a call and someone else's then your mates in the band or something you know and you yeah. just don't know why or whatever but too bad you know it's, yeah. you just you just roll on with it and
1: just keep smiling because it's just a band. It's just music yeah. and just, yeah. you know, just roll on. And they, they've got their own battles, right, you know? And so you just got to be gentle even even in those circumstances, you know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. All right. Well,
0: look, Randall, um, I think we've taken enough of your time tonight, yeah. maybe.
1: Did we, you have anything else no, you wanted oh, to too add? Much, yeah. Too much. You, you know it's $500 an hour, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> That's already to cut it
0: now.
3: <laughs> 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 cut. <laughs>
0: But, look, um, is there anywhere people can go to find your music or, you know, anything about oh, look, you? Uh, or
2: cheapest, Facebook uh,
0: or LinkedIn or something like that? Yeah, or? Look, I
2: should I should put a link up on um, Dropbox because I do have the, the, the two Avion albums are out there that, you know, just as MP3s that you know, I'm happy for people to just
1: take from Dropbox, you yeah. know, whenever they like. Yeah, but- um so if someone wants to do that, I can give you guys the link for it yeah. or something, you know, people can come to you, because, you know, it's old, it's it's 25 years old. I know the first person that will be downloading it, this man, oh, okay.
3: uh, over well, here.
1: Avion, yeah. <laughs> right. that's all I heard growing up. Oh,
3: really? Yeah. yeah. Alright. boy, good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I have a massive Sorry, dad, I just so. embarrassed
1: him.
0: <laughs> I better not show you what uh, my wife made for my 40th birthday then, okay. <laughs> Maybe well, well I'll make sure that that, uh, <laughs> that is shot through, mate. Yeah. yeah, no. yeah nah, Are true. you on
1: Spotify? Um, no. Nah, you should nah, get yourself on it. Yeah, I, well, I will as soon as i got some new stuff, yeah. How oh, old yeah. your son?
2: My son is 16. He just turned 16. And uh, daughter is oh, – I've one daughter 19, another one 14.
1: Surely they'll be able to help you get on Spotify. <laughs> Surely. <Yeah. laughs> No, I don't think
2: that. I have less. They have less clue than me. <laughs>
1: no, I, I, have,
2: I do have people that can and will help me as soon as I've uh, got stuff ready. Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah. All
0: right, yeah. good. I know that's the two. The two. Um, just do it, guy. The Nike yeah. guy. There yeah, do it. It. get
3: them
0: <laughs> it. Yeah, that's but, it. Well, look, Randall, look, we uh, we can't thank you enough for your time tonight. Some fantastic yeah. insights tonight. Um, and look, we wish you well with the songwriting. Um, yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, and, and thanks so much again. And, uh, Can't
1: wait to tune into the Super Bowl next year.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Or, or see you at Horton Pavilion. Horton Pavilion, please yeah. not oh, so That might
3: happen, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> good.
0: All right, All right Randall. Right, Cheers. Thanks so much, greatly appreciated. Pleasure. See you oh, there. Good. Thanks, Randall. I'll send you those links. Terrific, mate. Perfect. Thanks a lot. See you guys. Thanks,
1: Randall. Bye worry. bye. Bye.
0: Well, Sarah, um, that was certainly some amazing stuff that Randall spoke about tonight. Um, I think my biggest, well, a couple of big takeaways was just do it. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think um, about the negative noise as well, and just to block out that, especially in society today, um, when, you, when people see you doing something that might not fit their line of work or whatever, they seem to have a lot to say about it. So it's just to block it out.
0: Yeah, and I think Randall said that he actively chose to um, get rid of that stuff. Yeah. I think it's important. So I think if you're listening to this, you can actually do that as well. You can make it an active choice. If you yourself. have a dream
1: or goal and there's people that aren't supporting you with it, then get rid of them. Surround yourself with positive people.
0: Um. Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. So look, I think um, get rid of those negative messages. Just do it. And I really like what he's, he said his sister's message was, which was, be gentle because everyone you meet is fighting their own battle. Mm, I think terrific. that's
1: definitely some good
0: advice to live by. Yeah, 100%. Treat everyone nice. Treat everyone like they're the only person in the room when you're talking to them. Yeah, just be nice. But look, I think, um, thanks, Anna. We did a great job, great information out of that.
1: Yeah, thank you. We really appreciate you coming on and um, we can't wait
0: to see you play the Super Bowl. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for tuning in and we'll see you or We'll talk to you next time on the next podcast.
1: Yeah. See you then, guys. ta
0: -ta, guys. Bye. Bye.